What's happening, Jack fam? Coach Scott here. Welcome to another episode of the Jack at 40 podcast. Today I'm joined once again by my man Lawrence from Fit and 50. We're going to be talking about the muscle building phase that he's embarking on throughout the entire year of 2022. We're going to discuss the goals he set for himself, how he's going to be measuring progress, what he's doing different with this muscle building phase compared to muscle building phases in the past, uh, any supplements that he may be taking, and you'll find that his views are very much in align with mine. So um, I'm sure this episode is going to resonate with you, and of course, my furry homie Chiefy Dog here makes an appearance because muscle gains is what he is all about. Hope you enjoy this video. If you do, please do us a favor, smash that thumbs up button and drop a comment down below to share your thoughts and insights from today's podcast. Let's get to it. All right, Lawrence. So last we talked, you had already wrapped up your, your cutting phase. You shared your wisdom on, on the lessons you learned throughout that. Uh, now you have embarked on a muscle building journey, which has me excited because we follow somewhat uh, a similar approach. We like to take a nice, slow and steady approach. We like the muscle building phase to last as long as possible. Um, so share a bit about like, what is your goal with this muscle building phase? Um, how long is this muscle phase, muscle building phase going to last? Uh, what are you hoping to get out of this experience? So basically I'm only planning to gaining 12 pounds in 12 months. So I'm, I'm more or less on track for that now. And uh, the goal in that time period from a muscle building standpoint, and I'm even going to tell you how I'm going to track this. So this is like what I was telling you. They'll tell you something that I haven't told anybody yet. This is it. So I plan on building at least five pounds of muscle. And uh, so a lot of debate has gone on in my comments and stuff about whether I can build any, whether it's be one or two, some more optimistic people have said, I might be able to build nine or 10. I'm very great. I'm very grateful for those few. And then, uh, but in reality, I'm hoping for five, maybe six pounds tops. And uh, the way I'm doing that is I will be 163 at the end of the mass gain. And I should be at, if I am successful, my handheld bioimpedance meter, which has been very accurate up or down, whether it's actually percentage, right? But it's been very accurate up or down, um, should read 12 and percent body fat, which is what my typical weight is 158 pounds and 12 and percent body weight. So, uh, body fat, 12 and percent body fat. I'm really mixing up my words today, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, but that's, um, so it's a very clear goal for me in something that's very um, difficult to track in that way, right? So that is how I'm going to make that as, as clearly trackable as possible from a, from a home-based scenario. Right. Because, yeah, so many people, like, they, they'll start a muscle building phase and they end up gaining a whole bunch of weight and just assume it's a whole lot of muscle. It really, they're not, not an accurate comparison and maybe they'll cut down. Like for me, it's always, I compare my muscle building phase. So I'll do the muscle building phase, then I'll cut and get to the same body fat percentage and see, all right, I weigh a pound or two heavier than I did the last yeah. time at this body fat percentage. So yeah, I think measuring, like, it's great to have that gauge of where you're at a certain body comparing the same body fat percentage and your body weight with that body fat percentage. I think that's, that is, um, that's absolutely key there. So once again, uh, for those who haven't watched our previous podcast, I've had you on You're 56 years, young, five foot eight, starting this muscle oh, building phase. I say five, eight last time I'm five, nine, but whatever. It's only five nine. Nice, you grew. <laughs> I grew. Look at that. I didn't realize it was five, eight last time, but anyway, 
I'm yeah, I'm five nine, but either way, it's not that. Yeah, so five nine, and you started like around hundred. Well, you're 153 pounds at this stage in the game. What was the? You've gained a pound a pound in this process right now already. So yeah, you started at 152. Yeah, I mean, what happened? Yeah, officially, what I had is at 152, but during maintenance, I tightened up a bit and I lost about a half a pound. So. I don't, I don't know if you want to count that one or not. I haven't been officially counting it. So, but yeah, so I, in that way I've gained like a pound and a half. So, but basically I'm up about a pound now as of this right. morning, I said just 153.1. And like me, natural bodybuilder. And yeah. what's your experience lifting experience like? Cause I think that's, I'm sure like in the comment sections of your, your videos, you I mean, training age has a, a big factor in how much muscle we can gain as well. Like how many years of lifting experience do you have? And like, how many years have you been like yeah, doing it and, in and a right, like a proper way? And that's a, that's a good question because I mean, that's what comes up a lot, but people, well, one people, they just say you're too old, which is, you know, so you can't build any muscle. And then you got people saying, well, you've been lifting for a long time, so you can't build any muscle. Now uh, I have been lifting for 11 years, so that's getting to be a long time. And, you know, those first couple of years, I made pretty good progress. If you look at the progress pictures, um, although even from then to now, I probably got a good five or six pounds of muscle on from those first couple of years. Um, but uh, what I would say that the difference is why I feel that I can I can build, you know, five or six pounds of muscle, which some are shouldn't be impressed with. And some, you know, most people say I can't do that, I think, is the general consensus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. are saying it's not going to happen and you look over the last few years that's fair you know I, i'm a one or two pound less than two pounds i don't think i ever gained more than two pounds of muscle in a year since the initial right, right. so in some ways it's fair but i've also always middle distance ran um i had other athletic endeavors you know i would i didn't strictly focus on trying to build muscle i like working out like lifting weights i liked running uh, you know, so everything wasn't always focused in on that. And then this last year has been very encouraging when I've seen the new growth of my quads. Um, and even as I'm cutting, I'm getting the quads are working and stronger and better. And, you know, uh, I see that. And of course, some of that probably is a bit of a response to the factor I'm not running right now. Right. Right. And, uh, uh because of the house reno, if anyone hadn't seen the other one, um, so I'm not running right now. And so my quads seem to be responding very well to weight training. Um, you know, you, you had mentioned my delts too. And that was another thing. Now they're a hundred percent. I haven't had this healthy a body. I know I'm 56 years old, but this is the healthiest. My body's been probably in five years. And that's just because it was kind of wore down, beaten up and took a long time to heal. And I, well, and I found that magic hanging, which, you know, hanging from a bar and that, totally opened the game up for me again because the pain was gone. I could train like I want, you know, and uh, that's really opened the game up for me again too. And so between those things, I've seen some good changes happen in my body. I'm like, okay, let's go for it. You know, I mean, personal scenario is not perfect. I'm busy with a lot of other projects, you know, I'd like to have had those wrapped up before I started, but it's like, you know, you can wait forever for the perfect day. So today's the day. Right. And especially since you are, it's a 12 month process here. Even if you waited till a perfect day to start, there's going to be stuff that's going to come up later in the year. Oh, right? Anyway, sure. You can't, you can't plan a perfect uh, year out for there, but uh, I just, I, I absolutely love the approach. And, and I mean, who's the best you set the bar high 
five pounds, it's an ambitious goal, but hell, why, why not? And, um, especially considering, like you said, so many different factors are coming to play. There's so many different, it's going to be a lot of lessons learned from this. Like maybe for future building phases, do you cut out the cardio, but then there's the, the cardio benefits as well. That, uh, it's just such a, it's, it's such a trade-off. There's so many factors to, to consider in this journey and, and living our best lives is gaining the muscle more important than keeping out the cardio and improving our heart health and, and just yeah. overall well-being. Yeah, no, I, I think those are those are a couple of things that are that are too. And plus, you know, I know I know a lot more than I learned, you know, that I knew in the past. Um, I can more efficiently use my time in the gym. I understand my nutrition better than ever before. Like the basics, you know, aren't that complicated. Uh, unfortunately, I think they get overcomplicated through all the different media sources we have. But they, you know, there's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot to learn on a personal level, like what works best for you. And all of that takes time. And I feel like I'm at a point that I've, I, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like you, you can talk about it all you want, or you can get in the gym and train. And I'm at that point where I want to get in the gym and train and just let's see what I can do. I'm going to do it anyway. So let's put a name to it. I've been calling it the Natty Freak Physique. Uh, let's put a name to it. Let's put a goal to it. Let's push for it. And, you know, let's have some fun. And then I know that... I would agree with you. You mentioned there's got to be a cut back down to compare. And I think that's the only true comparison. When I compare those photos I took to the 163 photos, that's not the finished comparison, right? So you need to take that uh, 163. You need to you know, drop that. Well, if I've gained five pounds and I got seven to cut, or if I've gained six pounds, I think then I got six to cut. You need to cut that down. Get back till that bioimpedance meter is telling you at 10%. And then those are the photos you want to compare ultimately. So in my head, I actually see this as a three, three year, four stage process. So we're only talking about stage one right now. And, um, you know, slowly mapping it out as we go. It's a bit of a, 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 a living process, right? Because how my plan is today is just going to keep fine tuning as we go. So it's, you know, it's, you know, what we talk about today or we talk about six months from now may be slightly different because, you know, the, as the experience comes along, I'm going to make changes. Right. Always learning, always growing. Yeah, you might come across something that might be worth experimenting with at this time and see how your body responds to that. So, yeah, that's that is definitely a beauty of this journey. Now, have you have you ever done a 12 month building phase like this before? Not like this. No, not like this. I think. Usually what would typically happen after I cut is I'd be done cutting and I'd just let my weight go back up. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, so you just went back to your regular diet. This, this is much more controlled. You know, I was down to 2,100 calories. Now I'm about 2,350 and, you know, just kind of monitoring the rate that I'm going up. So, you know, Eventually, I started at 2,500 before the cut. So I would imagine I'm going to go back to 2,500 at some point. But just right. monitoring how my weight gain is going up and controlling it that way. So I'm always in a slight calorie surplus, but uh, never at a point where my weight's just going to pop back up over a couple months. Right. And that's do, like, that's that's a big reason. I, I think you're going to experience your best progress ever this year because of that. Um that was two years ago where I did the exact same thing as the first time where I decided same thing, nice, slow, steady, consistent progress. Um, just a gentle calorie surplus. And I'm going to do this. 
I want to, I want to build, usually it was 11 months of building one month of, of cutting was a plan and that consistency. Oh my God. Like that was, that was the, the best uh, gains. I, actually it's the best I've ever felt because you always have that energy, the consistent energy each and every day. You're not experiencing like the ups and the downs with eating a little bit more or pulling it back to balance things out. Uh, I, that's why I'm just so excited to one pound a month. I mean, it's, it's tough to measure because on a weekly basis, like, like your weight can fluctuate a quarter of a pound, uh, very, very yeah, easily. Uh, and again, I, I chart. Yes. <laughs> I chart all my weight so I can see the trend. And you're right. It goes like this, yeah. but you know, there's a trend up or there's a trend down and that's all I care about. And I have that advantage over most people because most people don't chart and graph their weight. That what a nerd thing. Right. But I mean, it allows me to control it at a level that most can do. Right. And I mean, I do the same thing with my clients. You probably do the same thing with your clients. You chart their weights so that you can see changes and you you can pick up on trends before they can. Right. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. So controlling your nutrition, anything different with your training that you're experimenting with this year compared to years past? Um, more volume right now. This, uh, this isn't the way I would recommend a program because I'm trying to get the, the volume in, you know, within limited time. So I'm training at least five days a week, 40 minute workouts. And normally I'm an hour work training guy, but just keep them short. Lots of supersets. Um, I broke my workouts into modules. So I have a little chest and back module. I have a little arms module. I have a legs module. I have a shoulders module. Um, I have a couple different chest and back modules, a couple different shoulder modules. My legs, I only have the one right now, but the legs, I'm doing something a little different because I'm doing occlusion training. So it's kind of based on another program. So I'm not, I want to say I'm not in control of it. I can do whatever I want with it. But because it's someone else's program, I'm kind of roughly following that program for occlusion training. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, but the advantage of the little modules is if I only have, 15 or 20 minutes i do one module right perfect if i yep. got 40 minutes i put two modules <laughs> um right. so so typically that's not how i would train but it's allowing me with a short time frame and my gym's right there uh, it's allowing perfect. me with a short time frame to get get the workouts in that i need and right. so kind of the overall weekly goal i'm shooting for like 15 sets of chest 20 sets of back um arms and shoulders are a little bit less so they're probably in around 10 sets legs i'm training twice a week but they're like i said the occlusion training so it's a little different uh, as soon as the house is done legs are going up to three times a week um, awesome i also forgot i have a little module that i do calves and traps what a weird combination to put together but i superset calves and upper traps so just my upper traps and my calves yep. i superset them why because I got, I, instead of resting between calves, I might as well do super, you know, do traps. So, exactly. Yeah. I think that's, I, that, that's perfect. It's a weird combination, but that's, that's one of the ones I got. Perfect. Yeah. Traps is something I've started working on uh, a little bit more as well. It's, I think it's an impressive muscle to build up as well. It's, uh, well especially you know, with, with our physiques. And again, that way we're the same. We're longer neck guys. And I think, yep. Um, again, you can tell I've been reading about Steve Reeves. Uh, you know, Steve Reeves did not like training traps. He actually I got copies of his workouts. He did train them, but he wasn't big on trap training. And he felt it made your shoulders look narrow 
And I think for some guys, that really is the case. You got those short neck guys and their traps start at their ears. And don't get me wrong. They look powerful. That's a very right. powerful look. When your traps start at your ears and stop down here, that, you know, you know, that guy's got some power, but um, it does make your shoulders look narrow. But on us, when we build ours, you kind of get that shoulder cap. Then you get that little hump right there. And it kind of comes across and then slopes up a bit. Right. And I think it's a, it's a good look for, for guys, like I said, have longer necks and it kind of takes the attention away from the factor that we have longer necks. And uh, I think it, for, I, for us, it's a big aesthetic element to add in. A hundred percent. It's so funny because I just received a comment, two comments on one of my videos last week on tip number one, work your, train your neck muscles. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i'll start building my neck muscles for you uh that's yeah. funny and now when you're when you're talking about shoulder sets uh is that direct shoulder training like 10 direct sets and then yeah they're also getting they're also getting work with chest and back that's 10 well. direct like so i think they're getting a, they're a ton of work same with the arms i know i've only got two direct arm modules but uh, and they're getting you know 10 sets a week for well 10 sets for biceps 10 sets for triceps and I think right. that's a lot of work. I might throw some more in for biceps simply because if I get like once the house rental is done, simply because biceps are a weak point on me, right? Like my, I have pretty solid triceps and, uh, but the biceps are a weak point. So I might see if I can't find a place to find five more sets for them somewhere, that's, 10 more sets for them. Right? As long awesome. as now this, and so you're saying this is a little bit more volume than what you've been it's used to more volume than I would, I would typically do. Yeah. Yeah. What's a normal kind of training volume for you? Well, well, I cycle my volume Perfect. Uh, typically and I cycle my volume. So it will go, it would go up and, you know, and, and down based on, so I might get closer to that 15 sets on a high volume, that 15 sets might be high volume. Whereas I guess the only place I'm really going higher than that now, whereas this is more of a constant volume plus the style I'm training, I'm doing my level up method. Um, Plus what is, is really the, the natty freak trick that I've added into this whole thing. Uh, the level up method is, is, you know, what you call it last set, best set, right? But you increase every set kind of at the same. So I, and I do this, I do five sets now per exercise, whereas I used to only max out of four. So there are some changes here. Um, and those things will probably stay. Some of the supersets, some of the things I'm doing to save time, I, I don't think are the best way to build muscle. They're just what I got to do to get it in. So, right. but with the the two things I've really changed here, okay, with this, this, what I'm doing here. Now, the level up method, I do five sets, level up over three, and then set three, four, and five are all to failure. Then if I get stuck, then I switch to the rep method. And this is mainly on push exercises because it works better on push exercises. At which point in time, I go to failure on every set and then try to level up from there in the next workout. So, um, and then the, the rep method is how I decide whether to increase weight or not. So on those first three sets, I, you know, set a goal of 30 reps or 36 reps in those first three sets. And once I hit mm -hmm. that, however I hit it in those first three uh, sets, then it goes up or uh, then I'll increase the weight. That's, that's, that's a lot of work. And that's, it's kind of interesting with, I find us men over 40, there's so, well, just in training in general, like I find there's a lot of fear of training to failure and but I don't know, it's something that I'm experimenting with as well. It's so tough to, I've, I've done it both. I've 
I've trained a lot of sets close, close to failure and I've trained very few sets close to failure. Um, so it's just always interesting to see how, how everyone's bodies respond differently to the training. Chief yeah, it's really, it. it's really helped uh, uh, me kind of bring that training up to a next, next level. I find it doesn't work as well with pull exercises and pull exercises. I am doing more part reps. Okay. So like, for example, pull-ups, you know, it, you've got chest to bar, which I mean, if I'm doing a pull-up, I'm typically chest to bar. And then uh, you, if you want to call grade two, it's chin to bar, right? And right. then if you want to have a third grade, well, my eyes are looking at the bar. And then that final rep, odds are I'm not even seeing the bar, right? right. And when I consider that failure. So, yes. Yeah. Right. And so those are all part reps. So when I track that, I track full and part. And I will increase that based on how many full reps I'm doing, but I still do the part reps. And usually, again, that is in those last three sets. So if I'm doing five sets, the first two sets are just full reps at whatever my assigned is, then I'm going to failure. So those are the part reps after. Right. I love partial rep training is one of my favorite ways to kind of extend a set when you're doing it in a safe, effective way. It, uh, it's a lot of fun. I think it's a great way to challenge yourself and really it ensures that you're giving everything that you got to, to yeah. uh, that, uh, that yeah. set for sure. How about I don't, I don't Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. ahead. I, said, I don't know that everybody should be doing that. Oh, I do think you gotta, you gotta build your recovery system first, but. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, no, no doubt about that. And there's a, you gotta be careful with the exercises as well. Like you're not, you're not going to get under a bench press and start doing partial reps yeah. on a bench press unless you got a really good workout partner who you don't mind breaking their back trying to get that last rep yeah. up there. Yeah, it. I was going to say, I, well, I always train with dumbbells, but uh, uh, even <laughs> at that, I mean, I'm, I'm not, when I say I, I hit failure, it, the only way I ever hit failure, even in dumbbell training, is true failure is by mistake, right? Because right. that last rep is going up and going usually you can tell by how long it takes to get it up by that it's your last rep, right? Yeah, yeah. Although yeah, even now, sometimes I surprise myself and decide to go for one more because the worst thing with dumbbells is you just bring them back down. Right? Yes, yeah. And yeah, I surprise myself many times at get another rep out of it. it. It is, it's exciting. And it's, yeah, as long as you're not, yeah, grinding it out and trying to use like a whole bunch of other supporting muscle groups to get it up there. Um, yeah, I did. Dumbbells is definitely safe. I love, I really love just, even if I can't, even if I know I'm not going to get it all the way up there, I love lowering it slowly, like a slow eccentric on the last set with dumbbells is, is one of my favorite ways to extend this set. Yeah. Now, how about supplementation? Are you big into that at all when it comes to building? Muscle Cur well, I was going to say currently no supplements. That's true. That's not true. I'm taking creatine. I take vitamin D and I take magnesium. So I guess creatine is the only one that's directly for building muscle. You know, I mean, um, I, and I take a multivitamin just because, well, they're gummies and they taste good. <laughs> <laughs> Candy that helps our health. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so not very much into supplementation. I mean, I do have a protein powder in the house, but I'd rather eat food. So I'm going to eat food. Uh, the, there is some supporting evidence to more experienced lifters. I'm probably getting into that category now uh, where having a you know, protein shake reasonable amount of time after your workout has some benefits. Um, but I, 
I would, again, if I can have food, I'd take food over any supplement any day of the week. A hundred percent. That's, I think that the protein powder is there for convenience. If anything, if people have a hard time hitting their protein target or, or they just don't have time to prepare meals or anything like that. Uh, I, I mean, there's going to be some, there could be some health benefits to the way protein powder, but I think, yeah, I, if, if you can, I use it for convenience, I use it for taste. <laughs> like I love adding it to my shake, uh, but that's about it. Like I'd rather consume the protein from other sources the rest of the, the rest of the day. Magnesium is another staple in, in my diet as well. I'm kind of looking at exploring different, I uh, see some like liquid um, magnesium nano sort of particle type things I'm looking into. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause it's, I, again, even like vitamin D, I started doing the drops lately instead of. Uh, I do liquid vitamin D. Yeah. Nice. Are you combining that with vitamin K as well at all, or just straight? No, no, I'm not because I mean, I had a ton of veggies. I got no issues with, yeah, yeah. I got, I got no issues with getting enough vitamin K. Perfect. Yeah. And again, that's the beauty of getting most of it from our food, uh, consuming a, a nutrient rich diet full of vitamins and minerals sure uh, makes it easier on ourselves and the supplements. It just gives it that last little, little bit just to make sure it's a little bit to insurance, I guess, more than, more than anything to make sure that we're recovering all our bases. Yeah. Very awesome. Lawrence, I am, uh, I am just stoked to follow the rest of this journey throughout the year and, and see, see you gain this five pounds of muscle at 56 years young. And, um, just, yeah, with everything you're applying, I'm excited to, to learn the lessons that you learned throughout this, this journey. I'll be following right there along with you, the slow and steady approach. I mean, I mean, I'm at a point where I'm slowing it down even, even more than that one pound a month. And it's not easy. It's, uh, it's just a lifestyle more than anything at, uh, at this point. And I'll, I'll take whatever I can get, uh, but it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm following along with enthusiasm. So again, for everyone watching today, listening today, Highly recommend you check out Lawrence's channel, Fit and 50. Uh, just an incredible uh, wealth of knowledge there. Lots of wisdom that he drops uh, every week on his channel there. And definitely like follow along with his progress throughout the year. Let's uh, let's support him in this in this journey and cheer him on to this five pounds of, of muscle gain. I'm uh, I'm super excited for you, man, and, and really, really uh, grateful to be sharing this experience with you. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, I'm glad you had me on and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, there's when we're training, I'm going to train anyway. So we might as well set some goals. We might've been a little bit ambitious. I mean, since I've started this and I've been feeling healthy, I've been able to increase, you know, a rep a week with just about everything. And that's, I think that's really good. I mean, it's really, really, you know, a good solid focus. So I've, I've set a, a series of what I think are, like you say, ambitious, but not impossible goals. Right. right. And, uh, and we're, we're going to go for it. And it's going to be fun. I don't see, I don't see a downside, you know, you know, even if you don't quite make it or if you shoot past it, there's no, there's no downside. I'm training anyway. Let's go 110% and, you know, let's make something happen. I love it, man. Right on, right on hundred percent. Like aim for five pounds. If you only gain three, it's a win. <laughs> you, still, you did everything that you did everything that you were going to do anyways, and gave it your best effort. That's all we can ever ask of ourselves. And Yeah. It's dude, I'm, I'm all for it and, and super excited for you. So thanks for sharing. I really appreciate uh, your insights into your journey uh, in this podcast. And uh, I can't thank you enough, my man. We'll uh, look, I look forward to talking again soon. Awesome. 
Have a good one, Scott, and uh, keep working out.